Hey, it's Cole. Welcome to this week's episode of the Entrepreneur Podcast, where every week we talk about how you can bring your creative dreams to life. I'm here with my friend, Adam, and we're going to talk today about artists saving the world, essentially. We can do that? Aren't we doing it all day, every day? <laughs> we are indeed. I'm glad that you have risen to the fullness of your calling as an artist adam well can we get more specific because when you say saving the world i think tights and cape and um you know a big logo on my chest but i keep talking i don't think that's what you mean how tight well tights imply that they are tight indeed but i'm thinking you know not morph suit tight more like superman tight i'm all for it but that's not what we're here to talk about for sure. So artists saving the world <laughs> through transformation. Um, I think that we have the ability to kind of stoke transformation in our lives and the lives of the people that we encounter and in the culture at large. Because what I have experienced, and this is nothing more than my experience, unless it is more, in that case it's true, uh, is that the world around us tends toward sameness, wanting all things to be the same. And I think historically there are a lot of uh, meta examples of this and, and micro examples that we might experience on a regular basis. For example, try, parents trying to get their kids to be just like them. Oh, that happens all the time. Doesn't it? Oh, it definitely does. I mean, I remember when I was probably 14 or 15 and i told my mom i didn't want to go to college and she hadn't even gone she didn't go to college i was going to be the first one to get my bachelor's in my family and when i said i didn't really want to do that they were devastated right and um you know i still don't have my (laughs) my bachelor's um i went to college for a while but you know they've kind of eased into accepting that i'm not going yeah to go back but You know, that was a big argument at the time. Yeah. I think another way that uh, the world tends towards sameness, societies and cultures trying to remain exactly the same way that they are, or in certain cases, trying to revert to the way they used to be. I think we encounter this regularly in the political world of things used to be better in the days when such and such happened, or I was able to do this, or they weren't able to do that, or this is the way things have always been, and they should stay that way. Yeah, uh, there's definitely kind of a stereotype of people getting to a certain age and then complaining about the generation below them trying to to change things, even though when they were kids, maybe that's what they were trying to do. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Another uh, another example of the world tending towards sameness, a violent example, colonialism. Literally the desire for one culture to go to another culture and impose their will upon them to the point where they try to make them exactly like them. Yeah, and that, I mean, there's incentives that drive that, one of them being profit, obviously, because if you could... Uh, capture land you didn't have to pay to use what was there but also there is that cultural component where people wanted to just spread their culture to to other places so i've i've tried to in the last three minutes make my case for the idea that the world tends towards sameness whether kind of interpersonally and like a parental relationship or even societally where there are literally people who are artificially slowing cultural evolution 
which blows my mind. This is a quick aside. So hopefully today I, in the fourth decade of my life, am a different person than I was when I was 20 or when I was 16 or when I was 29 or 32. Like hopefully I'm a different person today. And the idea that we kind of force ourselves into sometimes of like, no, I need to be the same person my whole life. No, like we need to grow. We need to evolve. The same thing is true for culture around us. We need to grow. We need to evolve. Like why in the world would we as a society be exactly the same today as we were 40 years ago? And if we are, doesn't that indicate a problem? Oh, definitely. And you know, you kind of mentioned that and it makes me think about these cultural debates where I've seen even political pundits get into about whether or not rap is music. And it just (laughs) makes me think like, where are you at grandpa? Like (laughs) hip hop's been around for 40, 50 years as like a big art form at this point. And over the last 10 or 20, it's become the main style of music for kids. So yeah, there is a lot of that, a lot of that resistance to change. So I promise we're going to get to why artists, how artists integrate into this whole idea. But sameness is death. Like a lack of growth is death, whether personally or societally. If we aren't on a process of continuing to move forward, continuing to advance forward, continuing to evolve personally and continuing to evolve societally, we are actually in a regressive state toward death and decay. And so this is where the artist comes in. A primary role of the artist is to stoke cultural transformation. And why are we good at doing that? I think one of the reasons that we're really good at stoking cultural transformation, keeping society moving forward, helping individuals grow into the next version of themselves, is that artists perceive things before other people perceive it. And so when we talk about like cultural evolution or societal evolution, or even like think about like the kind of insurgence of conversations around mental health in, in the world around us right now, a lot of the people who have stoked those conversations, at least in my circles have been creative people, designers who are making designed art around uh, mental health and you know statements around mental health or design around mental health or musicians who have gone through their own mental health journey who start sharing that through both their art but also how they talk and how they communicate and i think artists perceive like let's take that as an example artists perceive wait the way society has been working in this area of mental health where we're ashamed of it where we hide it is literally killing us we need to do something about this. And so artists start transforming the culture around important ideas because artists are considering what's happening in the culture right now. What am I feeling? What am I I experiencing? And what does that mean for about, what does that mean about what I'm making? Yeah, and I think one other um, kind of cultural transformation that artists have been on the forefront of is representation yeah, for as sure. far as minority groups goes and sexual orientations, all kinds of things. A lot of that, I think, starts with art Yeah, where someone, because you know how it is in the corporate world, sometimes you need doors to open for you. But artists, mm-hmm. we do kind of have a path where we can open doors for ourselves, maybe a little more. And so someone that can push through and say, hey, I had to fight through this, this, and this 
to get to where I needed to be to make this art my career, uh, you can really bring light to important issues that, you know, someone probably can't if they're yeah. not making art. Absolutely. And here's why I think artists are so um, great at doing this about culturally like transforming the culture is that, yeah, we're able to perceive things, but then we take those metaphysical ideas like the toll of mental health or lack of mental health. And then we put it into physical form, whether that's a design, like I talked about before, or it's a song like we actually take ideas and we put them in tangible forms so that people who aren't necessarily as perceptive or aren't necessarily experiencing the world in a deeply connected way are able to connect with those physical things that we create having experienced a metaphysical reality. So we become, in effect, bridge builders for people between maybe something that they feel but they can't put words to or maybe something that they're completely oblivious to that when we kind of illuminate them on, they're like, oh, yeah, actually this is an important thing that I need to start taking seriously in my own life. And the way that we do that, the mechanism, are the physical things that we create. Yeah, and I think one thing that art is unique in this regard is it's really hard to deny when someone is just really that good you know sometimes there will be an artist that will make a piece speaking on an uncomfortable topic or something that is a hot topic yeah and people might be adverse to agreeing with them but when you can package it up into a work of art where people can't look away then you have a much better chance of changing people's minds and transforming mm -hmm. that culture yeah so when society around us is resistant to change or oblivious to change artists step into that and perceive things and then put that into physical form, ultimately building bridges that takes people from where they are to where we as individuals who are growing or we as a society who are growing to where we're going. And so here are some ways I think, you know, we're going to finish the podcast talking about several ways that we as artists stoke cultural transformation. So first of all, um, and we just talked about this a little bit, we stoke cultural transformation by making voices heard. Um, sometimes that voice is our own. I know that in my own life, like I've gone through the process of, okay, there are things that I have perceived to be important in the world, uh, but I've been reluctant to put that into physical form, whether written or spoken or sung, um, because of my own fears, my own insecurities. But what I've learned over and over again is that when I'm willing to put in the work of growing personally to a place where I am comfortable, or not even comfortable, I'm comfortable with the discomfort of creating something physically out of this metaphysical idea. Like it really, it really does stoke that tr cultural transformation that I think is so important. Another way that we stoke cultural transformation is by putting out new ideas. Yeah. I think, um, catching yourself saying, you know, this isn't how so-and-so would have done it. Uh, that can be a moment where you realize like, Hey, maybe I am playing into this sameness culture. Or, you know, realizing that saying the word could opens more doors than saying should. Mm. Like, hey, we could try this instead of we should do this. Mm. And I've kind of made it a personal rule that I try not to say we should 
be doing this. Yeah. Because when you tell someone that you're making art with that, you're kind of boxing them in and you're saying, hey, there's an expectation that we act a certain way and that we create a certain way that keeps people comfortable. And you're just limiting the impact when you, you know, stick to dogma like that. Yeah. Another way that we stoke cultural transformation is by helping people see things in new ways. And so the way that we put forth an idea uh, through a painting or a photograph or a song or a poem or a short story or whatever it may be, think about all of the movies that we have watched. And for me, this is huge in like the world of podcasting. Like there are so many podcasts that I have listened to that present stories of people I would have never encountered in really beautiful and compelling ways that literally have changed the way I see the world. And so when we as artists have that ability to create something in a way that gives people a new perspective, it really does that job of stoking cultural transformation. Yeah. And that can be something that is a personal mission for a lot of people. Like when you think about the people that you spend the most time with, no matter who you are, chances are they're similar to you. Mm. But when you put those headphones on, you know, you can dive into a whole world of people that you'd never have access to otherwise. And I think one of the most difficult ways for us as artists to stoke cultural transformation that we'll end on today is living an authentic life uh, that is defined by vulnerability. Um, for me, I've just learned to come to each of the things that I make from the perspective of this. I don't know everything about this. I'm not actually sure where this philosophy or idea or belief system will take me, but I'm okay exploring it. And I think that for me is where I've landed on giving myself permission to listen, giving myself permission to experience things, giving myself permission to go places and meet people and have conversations because it's not about presenting my, my life. It's not about presenting myself from the perspective of, I have it all figured out. I absolutely know everything that is true. I know how all of this is going to play out. Like the more I spend or try to spend my life in that spot, the more miserable I'm going to be the more closed off I'm going to be, the more committed to my own perspectives and my own bubble I'm going to be. But when I take on the perspective of, listen, I don't know everything about this. I'm not exactly sure where it's going to take me. I'm going to explore it because so far I found it to be important. And I want you as the listener or as the reader or as the viewer to come on this journey with me. And I'm going to be authentic about how this thing plays out in my life. And I recognize that that's going to take me being willing to be vulnerable. Yeah. And I think I kind of relate to this in a kind of a silly metaphor almost, but I think about um, vulnerability in a terms of this joke that I heard and it was Dimitri Martin and he was joking about uh, a cup of ice and sometimes you want to drink the last bit of water and uh, yeah. the first ice cube he jokes he's got his arms out and he says hold brothers go <laughs> and you know and so the the one ice cube is holding up all the other ice cubes and right. then he says all right we're going Another and they all fall on his face. Your face right but sometimes when you're vulnerable and you are willing to say i don't have this figured out 
you can create that chain reaction with the people around you and with the artists around you For where you sure. say, I don't have it figured out. And you realize they all go me either. Mm-hmm. And then it all kind of comes down where you kind of land in that place of like, Oh, we aren't so alone in this. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, it can be rewarding deeply to just admit even to just your community to your audience whoever it is i don't have it all figured out but i'm trying to push forward and create something you know that will transform the culture and i hope you come along on that journey with me yeah ultimately i think it can be summed up like this creativity is the willingness to explore the unknown and then take people there through the work that we make and in a world that tends towards sameness in a world that tends toward ultimately safety, because to all of us, sameness is safe. If everyone thinks like us, believes like us, looks like us, acts like us, ultimately that's safe because it's predictable for us. But creativity is the willingness to explore all of those unknown things and then take people on the journey through that creative work. And ultimately, it's very risky for us as artists to go into those unknown spots. It's emotionally risky. It's personally risky. It's relationally risky. Like It puts us in spots where we could judge ourselves or be judged by other people really easily. But creativity is about taking that risk of exploring the unknown, going there and seeing what exists in that previously unknown space, and then coming back to our current reality and creating work that is that bridge for the rest of the culture to step into that place so that we can gain ground, so that we can evolve personally and societally into the places that it's actually really important for us to go if we don't, we're going to die. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. So thanks for the work that you do. Thanks for being an artist. Thanks for being a risk taker. Thanks for, um, honestly, saving the world. And until next week, keep doing it. We'll see you there. All right. Bye.